Hey, welcome back to the Blueprints Broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jay Cruz. I'm Austin Tokar. Hey, I don't know whether you guys knew this or not, but uh, most podcasts, they only last one episode. If you do a statistical like research on how, how successful a podcast is, I think 70 something or 80% of the podcasts that exist only have one podcast. So we are on our seventh episode. So this is a highly successful podcast. <laughs> it's seven times more successful than the average podcast. We're doing pretty good. I think it was 90%. 90% of Oh, it podcast, might be 90. So. It might be 90%. It's a, it's a really extensive rate. Yeah, super high. So yeah, I just remember I was like, man, we made it past episode one. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't dumb yet, so we're going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if, you, if you notice, our set keeps changing every week. Uh, we change one thing every single time. So it'll keep evolving just like, you know, we should be um, improving and evolving. So um, what you got today? So today, I think uh, my thought processing this week has been involved a lot in um, not pleasing, you know, one person, you know, living mm-hmm. your life to, revolved around that. Hmm. Um, I know... I know it gets talked about a lot, like, hey, don't follow the crowd, do your own thing, whatever, whatever. But, you know, that's not tailored toward one, one person. That's tailored towards a community of people, the world, your peers, whatever. Like, I, I think we forget to a certain extent, like, we do have in mind, like, okay, I want to do my thing. But then you're constantly thinking about this other person, your mom, your dad, brother, sister, girlfriend, boyfriend. You're thinking, like, okay, what are they going to think when I do this, though? Like that should not be the first thing that comes to mind. The first thing that comes to mind is like, hey, I want to do this. Let me weigh out the pros and cons. And then they're part of those pros and cons. I hear what you're saying. And I I think there's like, it's a double-edged sword. So there is a certain amount of, of accountability that comes into play when you have somebody that you're thinking about. Like, um, let's say it is your girlfriend, your wife. So these are people that you're trying to do life with and you're trying to uh, maybe potentially you're trying to support them mm-hmm. or they're supporting you and you're supporting each other in life. Uh, I think there's a certain extent to um, wanting to please somebody and then wanting to take the or consider them. Yeah. Like. That's a good way to put it. It's much better. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, you know, when. If your other, if your other significant other person, if they don't, if they're not into fitness and you start lifting and you start getting bigger and then they have this like, or no, even let's just say a girlfriend and they're like, oh, I I don't want you to get too big. And then it's like in the back of my mind, I'm like, when did I ever say I was working (laughs) out for you? Like I'm doing this for, for me. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's the question. What are the things that, that we need to do for us? Like just do for us period, whether they existed or not. Yeah. And then. What are the things we do to take them into like consideration? Yeah. Maybe you need to coexist with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a much better way to, to put it because a lot of the time we do think of um, the fact of like, oh, I'm doing this for that person or, you know, I'm doing it for myself, but it really needs to come down to like, yeah, I'm doing this for myself and I want to consider what they're thinking, not, um, you know, not do it because they don't want me to do it. No, I can do. Yeah, it, I think it extends into different things because I remember like uh, when I when when I would hang out with some friends and they're all over or whatever, and I want to, you know, I'm old. I'm older. I'm like 42, and if they're here and we're just chilling, no one's doing anything. Like people are on their phone. Like I want to just go 
on my computer and play a video game, right? Yeah. But I'm like, what are they going to think of me? You know, I'm 42 yeah. years old and I'm still playing video games. I don't play like hardcore. I play consistently, but I do other things way more consistent than that. But like, what are they going to, what are they going to think if I'm doing this? And I forget that. Yeah. I'm going to go do this because I enjoy doing this. <laughs> but then you get to come back to like, hey, let me be aware a little bit here. Like, like, hey, I don't have these people over that often, right? So maybe I should spend some time with them before I just hop on over. Well, no. So, yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, if you have somebody over your house, they're visiting for like a, a week or something like that. Yeah. And there's just like, you, there's only so much like people time you can yeah. get. And then you have to like, okay, let me just have like a lull. Let me have like a my own time. Because yeah. you, you feel like, so here's, oh, this is great. This is a great example. So I have host anxiety. So for anybody that doesn't know what that is, I don't know if I've made it up, but I feel like it's a real thing. But yeah, when someone comes real. over or, or if I have people visiting, I feel like, okay, I, like there's such thing as being a good host, but then there's such thing as like just making sure every single moment is filled with like hostness. Overwhelming. Yeah. Hostness. Hey, uh, do you need water? Are you hungry? Are you tired? Do you need a pillow? Do you need um, towels? Do you need shampoo? Do you have a toothbrush? Do you like, do you know where the bathroom's at? Like all of these things that I think constantly when somebody's over, like when you guys are over, family's over, I don't because I'm like, hey, the house is yours. Do whatever you want. You know where things are at. You're allowed to go wherever. Mm -hmm. But when someone walks into your house and they're not family, you can't, you can't give them that same access. Or even if you do give them that same access, everybody has manners. Yeah. And they're not like, oh, I can't, I can't just act like this is my house because it's not my house. Even though you're saying it, I can't do that. So I have host anxieties where like the whole time I'm like worried about the other person and like I want to like, again, there's a, hey, I'm taking them into consideration. But then at the same time, like you're grown, just take care of yourself and yeah. I shouldn't have to worry about you right now. Yeah, exactly. But you've been having some uh, you know, good guests over then. You never had that guess. It's like, uh, this is my home too. This is where I live now. <laughs> I No, well, I did have. So whenever someone comes over to the gym, I always tell them, hey, this is your gym. Work out, do whatever you need to do. I had somebody over for the first time uh, last week. And this person was just slinging weights around and like tossing stuff everywhere. And I was just like, dude, like, okay, maybe you treat your weights like that at home, but we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that here. So you actually have to know like the person a little bit to like give them that type of access. But it, here's the thing. In that same instance, I was like, do I want to like tell this guy what's up? Like, do I want to say <laughs> something to him? Again, worrying about what the other per person's thinking. I didn't want to like offend him or anything. Like and tell him like, yeah, I know I told you like it's your gym, but like take care of my stuff because I'm not going to go into your gym and just throw your weights around. Where, you know, it was the bumper plates. Albeit, you know, like, the, yeah, but it was still like, hey, don't don't just toss them and let them roll across the, the gym. Hey, floor. they can still chip. Bumper plates can still chip. Oh, yeah. Still do some damage. Yeah. The windows get, right there. Well, the the red ones, uh, they have like impression marks and stuff yeah. on them. And, you know, they can get chipped up or whatever. They can get, um, you know, de dent or gouges in them. Yeah. But anyways, but you don't want you don't want plates that are looking like a high school gym. Yeah, I yeah. still want them to look nice as long as possible. Yeah. So, you know, he was just tossing them around. I was just like, you know, my my host anxieties. So you're going to have that guy over again. <laughs> he probably watches the podcast, bro. 
yeah, I, I, w- I hey, would. This is a good learning lesson then. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> les- lesson for anybody out there. When someone gives you access to like treat treat it like it's not yours, but like feel the freedom to like be in the space. Yeah. So have some boundaries though, you know. Be be, be a little self aware, you know. It's not your equipment. This isn't your gym. They might say like, hey. Mikasa is su casa, but <laughs> hey, you know it's not really true. You know, yeah. Like, hey, take care, take care of their stuff. You know, I know some people don't take care of their own stuff, but you know, it's it's someone else's. Take care of theirs. Uh, in that same vein of like, you know, worrying about what the people think, there I had I had a friend that he didn't work out because his wife didn't work out. Yeah, and he said like, this is killing me. Like, I want to work out. I want to be fit, but I don't want to be in shape and then make her feel bad. Uh, because she doesn't like to work out. She doesn't like like to do it. And I was just telling him, like, hey, like, there's going to be a day where uh, you're you're going to be more upset that you didn't work out and that you didn't take care of yourself than you are worried about her feelings in the situation. Like, there's, there's options. Like, hey, do you want to, like, I understand that you don't want to work out, but this is something I like to do. So can you do this with me? Same way that if she was doing something, whether it be like watching movies or certain type of food, and he's choosing to eat, that certain type of food or watch those movies that he should, he's like, Oh, I'll compromise and do these things that you want to do. Yeah. And I feel like she should compromise a little bit to do what he wants to do. So there's that, that give, give and take that consideration type of yeah. thing. But I just told him like, if she's not going to do it, you just, you just have to do it anyways. Yeah. Like you have to, uh, because it has to do with your, your health and your, your, both your mental health, your physical health. And, uh, it's not worth sacrificing just to make someone else feel better about themselves. Yeah, but then on there, and you have to be okay when they say like, "Oh, I don't want to work out. That's not what I want to do." Um, not that you have to agree with that, but it's just like be fine with it because it's their decision. You know, go do what you're gonna do, and then come back to it from there. And just like they got to be okay with you working out. You know, they don't want to play video games, sleep in all day, do any of that stuff. Like you gotta be okay with it. And then once you look at that situation, you have to look at it like, "Hey, is this the healthiest relationship?" But hmm. that's a that's another point. You know. Once you're married, it's too late. It is what it is. Like you're in it for the long haul. They, yeah. You made a decision, so now you got to stick with it. And that's, hey, man, that's not sixty percent of those marriages out there. Yeah, but they're they're doing <laughs> it wrong. You know, I don't even want it. That's a whole different topic, dude. I can get into a whole a whole thing on that. But I I think that I typically would. I think somebody told me the other day, um, they thought I was cool because I don't care what other people think. Like, that's what made me cool. Like, I'm just like, I just, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Not to like, not in the sense that I don't care about other people or I don't uh, take other people into consideration, but I'm just like, bro, like I have my life and I'm going to live my life by me trying to please you in this one moment. You're not going to be any happier and I'm just going to miss out on the things that I want to do. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I think you got to remember if you're a people pleaser in your head, Maybe not in your head, but in reality, you're a slave to that person that you're trying to please. Oh, wow. You know, because you're constantly thinking of like, oh, do they approve of this? Um, can I make them happy? Whatever it is, you know, like you got to think like, hey, what does this really look like? You know, like in, in your mind, you're like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm trying to make them happy. I'm doing something really good for them. But if someone else were to look at you, what, what are they saying? So when, 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 when your best friend comes over and let's say you're dating a girl, right? And your best friend comes over and is like, hey man, you're kind of whipped over this chick, you know? <laughs> Maybe take that into consideration. Like, don't get offended right away. Like, just be like, am I? Like, what am I doing right now? You know, and if you're dropping off all your friends to go hang out with this girl, 
you know, like doing every little thing they want to do, having the drinks she wants to drink, watching the movies she wants to watch. You know, maybe, maybe you are a little whip. Maybe you got to pull it back a little bit. You know, hmm. got to have some awareness there. The other thing is if you're trying to make somebody happy, right, and there's someone that's generally not happy or content or like just has the ability to to live life as is and be okay with it, then no matter what you do, it's not going to it's not going to have the effect that you think it's going to have. You think, oh, if I do this, it's going to make them happy or, or yeah. uh, make them accept me more. But if that person has a problem with acceptance, if that <laughs> person has a problem with acceptance, if that person has a problem with uh, just being happy in general, then then you're not the problem. You know, yeah. even if you did it, they're still going to be unhappy. So that's why I say, like, not that I don't care, but I just have to not care when it comes to those type of things, there are situations where like, obviously I'm going to be nice to somebody or I'm not, I'm not a jerk to people. But again, when it comes to what I want to do, like it's got to be beneficial for both of us, me and the other person I'm trying to consider. But if the other person isn't, uh, isn't like appreciative of, of what I'm trying to do, then, then what's the purpose? There's no purpose. But then you also got to think like that person might not even be aware of what you're doing mm. in the first place. They might just be, you know, not on a different level, but on a different wavelength with it where they're like, I'm just living my life right now. And you just happen to be that person that's trying to give me stuff. Right. And then you don't think anything of it because you're not really focused on that. You're focused on other other things. But the person who's giving is constantly focused on that person they want to please. Mm. That's a good point because maybe sometimes when we're doing something thinking that we're that we're doing something the other person wants, yeah. they don't even want that. Yeah. They, don't, so, they won't notice. They're like, Yeah, I didn't think of that. You thought of that, you know? Yeah. And then maybe that's something like we should consider. So like if you're asking yourself questions about b- before you make a move, does this other person even care? Yeah. Maybe I should just ask them, Hey, do you care if I just do this? And then you you've already solved that issue yeah. by, by taking care of that. A lot of things can be solved if you're just upfront with it. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of things you just make up in your mind. You're like, oh, they're going to do this if I do that. Like, bro, they don't really care that much, man. <laughs> they're doing their own thing. <laughs> you're making up the scenario. Yeah. I, I know there's like gym etiquette and stuff. And I remember when I was at one gym with my friend. And I, I think I told you and um, the other brothers this. I said, you know, you're one of the bigger guys in the gym. When somebody comes up to you and asks if they can use a piece of equipment that you're not even using that's next to you, you know, like, you know, you're like the bigger guy. Yeah. And this guy, I wasn't even using this equipment. It was probably like two pieces away from me. Yeah. And it wasn't even next to me. And he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to use this machine next. You Are you are you using that machine? I was like, <laughs> dude, like, no, I'm not using that machine. It's obviously over there. Yeah. And me and my buddy are on this machine. Like, just it's a, it's OK. Like, go go use that. And I'm not even, it was a, was it 24 hour fitness or something like that? It was like a, it was something like that. LA fitness. Yeah. It was one of those LA where fitness, they just take it. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those where not very many people are big anyways. It was a lot of like high schoolers and, you know, um, guys that go in after work that don't have very much time and they do like a 30 minute full body workout yeah. type thing. But like, yeah, I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but you know, this guy kind of like handcuffed even in the gym, like, oh man, this person is going to, you know, get on my case. If I go use that machine, not just go use the machine, just go do the thing, man. Cause yeah. it's, this is a public place. Uh, the machines aren't owned by anybody here. 
So just go do your workout. A lot of people make up stories like that in their head, right? Like you see the big bodybuilder in the gym and you're like, oh, that guy must be a jerk. Like he just looks like it. And like, dude might be the nicest guy ever. Like, I mean, I mean, I kind of have like a, you know, a resting bee face in the gym. You know, I'm just there to train, you know. And I think a lot of people look at me and like, that guy looks like a jerk. Like I'm not trying to mess with that guy. But I'll go up and say like, hey, man, can can I work with you? And we'll start a conversation. They're like, man. I really thought I couldn't approach you, but I'm like, hey, bro, don't make up stories in your head. Just, yeah. you know, just go up to someone, say hi. Don't don't, don't make anything up about them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a misconception about like probably 80% of, you know, that's a good percentage. I'm just throwing that out there. But 80% of guys that are bigger, I think people don't understand that they're usually the ones that I've met. They're actually one of some of the most secure people because they're not worried about their body image because they know that they're pretty big and they don't have anything to prove and they're just trying to get the workout in. Most of them, if you ask them, hey, what do you like ask for tips, like why you're there? Most of them will be like, oh yeah, quick tip. Don't ask them for a full like workout regimen, all this kind of crazy stuff. But if it's just like a quick tip or like, hey, how does my form look real quick? Like a form check, something like that. They they would gladly do it for you. But um, you know what? Most of them will probably talk your ear off anyway. So yeah, just they, ask for a quick one <laughs> because you might get a lot more than you think. Yeah. If you ask for everything, they'll be like, man, I don't want to talk to this guy. If you ask yeah. for a little bit, they'll give you a lot. Yeah. And a guy that's that big, they love the gym. So yeah. they're there because they love it. Yeah. So if you start talking to them about something they love, yeah, they're going to like talk your ear off about it. I mean, I, w- I will. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, you know what I notice now when I'm walking like around the house or in the gym? Like, I'll just bump into doorways. <laughs> like, I just like, man, I'm getting pretty big. Or I just have no self-awareness of where I'm at as far as the doors go. <laughs> I'm just walking into it. You need, like, you know how cats, they have whiskers that come out so that yeah, they yeah. know whether they can fit through something? Yeah. You need, like, a some sort of, like, furry buffer that lets you know before you I'm gonna get... I'm going to put some straws at the end of my shoulder. <laughs> like, like, walk towards it. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that I, I can never walk looking at my phone, looking down, because yeah. I, don't, I don't realize... That I'll just bump into people or bump into things because I don't, I'm not aware of, you know, I'm just not aware of my surroundings when I'm on my phone. So I, I think just, that's kind of weird though because you're kind of getting used to the size you're at, right? It, yeah, it's you slow. Should, you should know though. Yeah. Like you should know, but I guess maybe that's your learning point when you, just, when you run into things. No, I don't care if I, like, if I hit my shoulder on something, it's not that big of a deal. But when I bump my thigh or my, my hip on like oh, a like countertop, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not even like you're walking. It's kind of like you just turn a little bit. Yeah. I'm just like right in there. Like, oh. Yeah. The worst time was I, I did that. I had my phone in my pocket and I um, hit the hit the corner of a counter uh-huh. and I thought that I broke it. I was so, like, so scared. I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting too big. I'm breaking things. <laughs> right. Never. You ever face the screen outwards in your pocket? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. I used to. Like oh, this, did- this is back in high school. <laughs> Yeah, like I see, you know, I, 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 when I first got the iPhone, I would like text in my pants. That's <laughs> cool. Like, you could still you could see the screen, right? Teachers can't see it, bro. You have what you thin pants, dude. <laughs> I had some big legs that thinned out the pants. <laughs> That's what happened. But I had a buddy. Uh, he just like I don't know if he, oh, he went to sky high, and he like he was bouncing, and I guess I don't know if he broke his ankle or twisted or mangled it, or whatever. But he was on crutches for like two weeks. And this dude comes up to me. He's like, what's up, Tokar? And then, like, takes his crutch and hits my leg. But, like, it wasn't my leg. It was my phone. <laughs> just destroyed my screen. <laughs> so ever since then, I don't flip it around. That was your first phone, though, right? Uh, third. 
Third. I had I had Third. the uh, the razor. I had the razor, oh. and then the LG light, and then I think after that I got the iPhone. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So so things like that teach you like oh I don't want to do that again, and so like things like learning when you're younger. The only reason why I think we're talking about this subject in the first place is because we've been through things and there are situations where we did so much to like maybe please our parents or please um, somebody uh, that we've learned that if you keep doing it, you're either going to burn yourself out or like the other person is not even going to notice. And then you feel you end up feeling bad because it's like, man, I just did all this work and I and I put myself out so far, but nothing came of it mm -hmm. like for me. So. My mom and dad were divorced at when I was five. Um, so my dad was in and out. Uh, and then I had a stepdad. Uh, and, you know, he's my dad. Like today, I consider him my dad. But growing up, it's like, hey, there's this guy that's just coming to my house. And he's, you know, just somebody else, you know. He's my food, man. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, looking back at it, you know, he took care of us. And he took, you know, we weren't his kids, but he took care of us. And um, so that's what I'm saying. Consider him my dad because he, he did the, the things that you need to do. But me, I grew up like wanting a, a male figure in my life like that, that, uh, you know, paid attention to me. And, you know, it just, it just happens when you do, when you're, when your dad's not around. Mm -hmm. And so like, I was always like, it would be a youth pastor, be a pastor or, or one of my teachers or somebody like, oh, like notice me, I'm doing all these things because I want, I, I want something. And at the end of the day, like they're just living their own lives. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm still me. You're that kid. But yeah. then that goes both ways. Like, you should live your life as, as an example for people. Mm. Whatever you're doing, you know, be good at it. Because, like you're saying, someone's watching. Yeah. And they're, like, looking for a figure to follow. Like, you might not think you're impressionable, but you might be to some young kid, you know, who's just going through it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> even just thinking about that, I know there's a lot of young adults and uh, young guys in California that when we left, they still text me, they still talk to me. And it's because I left that impression. And just, just that thought right now, I'm like, man, I don't want to be that, that same guy that kind of is like, whatever, I'm living my life. Like you're not important, which they are important. I just need to make a little bit more like concerted, concerted effort to let them know that, you know, they mean something to me as well. I think that's what we're talking about. Kind of like the back and forth. Yes. Don't, live my life trying to please a certain person, mm -hmm. but then realize there are some people that like, like you yeah. and they want to please you. And so how do I communicate to them either like, Hey, you're doing too much. Like, Hey, you don't have to do that. Or cause I had, a, I'd have some, you know, people buy me things and, and different things like that. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't need all that. Like I'm cool with just being your friend. Yeah. So letting them know that you receive, you know, their affection, their love, their, uh, their attention, whatever it is. And at the same time, letting them know that they're important and giving them yeah. back. No, you could just say something simple like, I appreciate you. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason. Yeah. That means a lot to some people. Yeah, for sure. It would have meant a lot to me growing up. I think I <clears throat> I pursued uh, that type of, you know, friendship relationship a lot. And at this point in my life, I'm just kind of like, like, I know that I need uh, older guys that have been through more than me, like way past my years, more years of marriage, more years of um, kids in college and stuff like that to grow from their experiences. But mm -hmm. like, I just don't want to deal with that whole, like, Hey, I like, I'm looking for somebody to like, to mentor me a little bit. And then they're just like, I don't got time for you, man. Like, I, 
So I just like, oh, what is on YouTube? What can I find on YouTube for yeah. this information? And, you know, find other inf information on my own. Like, but you know, that's crazy, though. A lot of those YouTube celebrities, influencers, whatever, they end up becoming, you know, that figure for somebody. Yeah. And never meeting them. Yeah. Yeah. Like ever, <laughs> ever. And like, that, that, that's so crazy to me because you could hit like millions of people and like, we'll say like, Five percent of them are just like, man, I want to be exactly like this person, and know nothing about them though. Yeah, you only know what them from movies, yeah. um, whatever they're like us, like here on the podcast <clears throat> right now. Only what we say here. Well, we could be saying a whole bunch of things, and then right when we turn off the microphone, turn off the cameras, go out and do something completely different. You know, like you don't know that person. Yeah. So it's crazy to, oh, this is the person I want to be like, and then, you know, you hear about them. Um, the next thing you know, they're on the Epstein Island list of people that have visited his <laughs> island, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so cool. Here's the list. Hey, man. This isn't you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just you just never know. And then on the flip side, that's why it's so important for... That's why when people say, like when an athlete, Dustin, like John Morant, was out there um, flashing his gun in uh, his TikTok videos or, or Instagram, yeah. like that's why it's so important for them, like... That's why they get fined. That's why they get uh, taken out of games. That's why sometimes some of them get kicked off teams because they're the example that kids are looking at. I want to be like them. Oh, he can play in the NBA and be a gangsters too. Oh, I want to go do that. Do that yeah. same thing. So that's why it's important. No matter what you think that your reach is, you have no idea who's looking, who's watching, and um, the example that you set is is paramount. I think that's why we got so many clowns in the world today, because mm -hmm. like a lot of these you know, celebrities, influencers. Where they get there is through entertainment. How do you entertain people? You know? Yeah, stupid. Yeah. You're dumb, you get a viral video, it goes out there, and then you're like, oh, that's what my content has to be based on, you know? And you're constantly seeing things like, let's just say, I'm not saying Logan Paul's like, you know, I don't know nothing about him. I just know that he does some crazy stunts. People watch him, mm -hmm. viral videos. Bradley Martin, same thing. Yeah. For those viral videos, they'll say things, they'll do things. But like, <clears throat> there are other people out there who constantly do those things to get attention. You know, like I, I remember this this one, I don't know if he's a comedian or he's just a just a TikTok guy, but he'll do pranks on people and then he just took it too far, I guess, in like some sort of grocery store. And like he pulled out a knife on the dude after when the dude tried to fight him because he was goofing on him too much. Oh wow. You know, and then he goes to prison, you know. You have people like that all the time. Mm. You know, that people want to be like, you know, like I I want to get famous. I want to become a TikTok influencer. Like is that really what you want to be? You like you think that's going to get you money, get you fame? I wonder at the end of the day when people are like that and they and they do these uh, prank videos or they do these uh, things. Do that? Does that even bring them joy? Like, is doing those things fun for them, or is it like the endorphin hit of like when I do this, I know what I want to get from it? I think it's that high. You're like, I'm gonna get this high from it because all these people are gonna like my video and <laughs> get all these comments. But why can't you look up to people like you got MJ? You know, guys like a well well planted businessman now yeah you know like billionaire right yeah you know he, he was an athlete yeah businessman next made the money you know like you you don't have that anymore yeah you really don't see it i mean you do get some people you get people like alex Hermosi. yeah right shaquille o'neal shaquille o'neal yeah i mean i mean i suppose lebron james but he's got a lot of other things going on that you know just don't even want to go down that, that road i think there's too many like I don't know. When you have too many like 
back and forth with things. Yeah. And it kind of makes it hard to be like, that's a, that's a great example. Yeah. You know? It's like, there's too much going on there. You want to see one sense of direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I want to, it makes me kind of change my point of view on a lot of things on like what I want to do because it doesn't matter what your platform is. So even if your platform is, you know, my, your nephews, my sons, um, if that's your platform and they're the example that you set, like you have to be on all the time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter your platform, whether it's one person or millions of people like that. It's important. And uh, like, even though we're talking about not caring what someone else thinks, like, yeah, I want to, I want to live my life because that's the things that I, that I need to do. I think you said it the other day, you were like, uh, my motto is and, and I was like, okay. And so what does that mean? <laughs> Well, you said, I'm tired today and um, I don't want to do any of these things. Um, and I still got to get things done. I still got to do the things. Mm -hmm. So like in my mind, like there's some times where I don't want to do things and I, I have to ask myself, so what? Like yours is Anne, but I'm like, so what? Like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, I think some people have that gym banner that says, uh, no one cares, work harder. Yeah. Because no one does. No one cares. No one cares about your achievements because your achievement Today, tomorrow, people forget about it and you got to achieve something else. Yeah. So at some point, you just got to do the things again. Who cares about what other people think? Because if it's an achievement for other people's view, it, it's old. Someone else beats it, the record. Someone else um, does better or outshines you. It's just like, am I doing what I know I need to do to accomplish the things that I, I want to accomplish? Yeah. And that's what's cool in social media now. Like you used to see people coddling each other on there. Like, <clears throat> like, oh, I have this problem, that problem. That's why I can't do it. People are like, oh, it's okay. Mm. You know, and now you see people like, so what? <laughs> you see that all the time on there. Now. Yeah. People just get like, like, oh, I can't do this because, you know, I can't, I can't eat less because genetically I just can't lose weight. Right. You'll <laughs> see that all the time. No. Like, no, no. Like, like you said, <laughs> but was it on, it wasn't on Oprah, but it was like some talk show. The lady's like, and science tells us that us black folk, if we eat the same as white women and we do the same amount of exercise as white women, we are not going to lose the same amount of weight as white women. I was like, what? Where does this research come from? I was just like, well, what, is this, what is this lady talking about right now? But it's the funniest thing because the whole audience is like, yeah, 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 it's true. It's true. You know, they're all just like, just like faked out by this, this chick just like spewing nonsense. Yeah. But it's just like. I, I don't think that a lot of people realize that a lot of things are cultural, like not even necessarily like like race, it's like cultural, like just where you grew up at. Yeah. So I grew up in um, Seaside, California, and Crips and Bloods were a big thing there. But I could have easily slipped into that whole like, hey, this is what everybody else is doing, and everybody else is in gangs, or everybody else is representing red or blue. Um, I could do the same thing too. Oh, that was kind of a rhyme, a rhyme. didn't try to rhyme. <laughs> but uh, we grew up in a family that, that, had better culture than that. And our extended family had better culture than that. Uh, we went to church, so the people that we hung out with there had better culture than that. So I didn't get sucked into that. And actually, uh, it's a different issue where everybody wants to be, at the end of the day, everybody wants a community and they want to be accepted. Hmm. And wherever they find that, it doesn't matter where they find it. If, that, if those people accept them, they're going to be a part of that community. It doesn't matter if they rob people. It doesn't matter if they're into violence. It doesn't matter if they're into drugs. It doesn't matter what they do. If you are accepted by that crowd of people, then you will end up just living that 
whatever life it is that you have to live to be accepted by them. And that's why you find so many people out there being um, <clears throat> centaurs today and, and um, furries and whatever it is, you know, like they, they're like, oh, I identify as this. But like, are you doing it because you actually want to do that or because you know that this group of people were, is going to accept you yeah. for doing that? And that's what it comes down to is just acceptance that people just all want to be accepted and in a community mm-hmm. and they don't fit in anywhere else. So let me find some place that's super obscure that anybody will accept me. Yeah. That is so interesting. Because you definitely see that in gym culture. Yeah. He's like bodybuilders, crossfitters, powerlifters, like wherever you see people you like and they tell you to come work out with this, you're, you're going to end up doing that. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, I think most fitness people will be into whatever, whatever group accepts them first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. Like you could get into yoga. And you'd be a big yogi and you've never touched weights, but you're in it because your friends, your the community that you're around, they all, they'll do yoga. Yeah. And anybody that knocks yoga, you've never done it because it's extremely hard. Yeah. I wonder if that's how cults are cultivated. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's exactly where cults come from, where somebody is either an outcast or it's, it's reverse. So you make them feel like, Hey, you won't be accepted if you do these other things. So you have to do these things to, to stay in this group. And yeah. that's what creates that cult. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's the same thing like gym, gym culture. You have some people like, hey, if you don't dry scoop your, um, your pre-workout, you're not cool like us. And so yeah, people yeah. will dry scoop yeah. it for the first time. And they're just like, this, that was the worst experience of my life. But I'm going to keep doing it, though. Because <laughs> these yeah. people won't like me. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody says, oh, man, uh, I, did, I did two scoops today. You got to try it, man. Your workout's going to be so good. And you're like... The warning on the label says not to do this, yeah, yeah. but in order to fit in, I got to do two scoops. And so that's when people start doing dumb stuff. Like the warning labels are there, but natural selection is natural selection, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think back to the main topic, if you, if you find yourself in a situation where you're like, you realize you're somewhat of a, a people pleaser, whether for one person or many, I think, weekly you should assess like hey have i made decisions this week or today that are for other people or for myself am i mm-hmm. considering them or am i making it because of them mm-hmm. i think that would be a good place to start if you want to fix the issue because you can go on the total opposite end of that whole idea mm-hmm. and there's people that don't do anything because there is nobody watching them or nobody cares what they're doing and then at that point they're not even doing anything for themselves because they're like there's no one there's no one to inspire me to do this and i don't i don't feel self-inspired so i'm just gonna watch tv eat potato chips and and not go get a job and live in my mom's basement and do nothing Mm -hmm. because they're on the opposite spectrum where they care so much about what other people think they're either afraid to make mistakes or they're they don't they don't want to do anything because there's or there's no one there to keep them accountable to do stuff you know no, nobody to in, to make them inspire them so they're just like i'm just not going to do anything yeah that's where all those memes come from where there's a 40 year old guy in the basement talking to little kids on on the internet on minecraft or whatever it is because you know nobody sees them yeah except for these little kids that think they're cool on minecraft i, th- I thought you were going another direction with it no 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 it's those memes where it's like you see those Biden memes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind that's of like funny. I think that's the most popular meme right now is Biden. Oh, no, no, it's that um, that senator. 
I think it was a senator that oh. hit the podium. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's all politicians, man. Yeah. If you get a politician to do something just dorky. Yeah. Like I mean, Biden does like weekly, but yeah. But that was too funny. Dude, those are some good memes. And it's the same thing though, but it's just funny every time. Like you know what's coming. <laughs> it's like it's like what is it? what is his name? Was it not McCain? Uh whatever. But the dudes just stand there. He's like, I, I don't know if he had a heart problem or what, but yeah, he just came off a of surgery. Yeah. And he just, uh, he had like a malfunction. I don't know what it was, but some, there's so many conspiracies. They're like, oh, somebody just switched him off. And, bro, it's like, an, it's another topic, but I mean, like, these people are getting too old, man. These, <laughs> these people are way too old to be in there. Yeah, they are way too old. And when they're, again, but I, I think there's this mass thing of, of con- control in that they're still there. One, because, you know, people are paying them to be there. But then what do people think about of me if I quit? Like, who will I be if I quit? I won't be anybody. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why, I you know, at the, there's a certain level to where you're a puppet at some point because you're everybody that's backing you. You have to do what they tell you to do. Yeah. But then there's the, well, who am I going to be once I quit this? And, and you know, it was other interesting, that recent Joe Rogan podcast. He's talking about BlackRock. BlackRock? Yeah. What's that? That company that basically owns like BlackRock oh. and Vanguard and there's that third one. I forget. But they basically own 90% of the world. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I think they said the United States and China are the only ones financially that have more money than them. Or could back more money. There's, dude, there's so many conspiracies out there that I don't know what is real and there's so many that they just can all be real and then now at this point because there's so many conspiracy theories and theorists that people could do something that's super like crazy yeah and nobody thinks it's true even if you come out with full-on evidence because there's there's so many crazy people out there and so many just theories it's like i mean that could be true or that couldn't be true i don't know yeah. even though you have evidence and i see it who knows because there's so many crazy you know people just take the the smallest thing like okay so I know this is super off topic, but so the whole Hawaii fire fires yeah, and you have uh, these supposedly lasers that, you know, shoot from outer space. First of all, you can't see lasers, but they have pictures of these lasers. And I'm like, hey, like you guys, like you have this evidence of seeing lasers, but problem is you're not, you can't actually see them. So I'm not sure what pictures you took, but you took pictures. I'm not saying that does, it didn't happen and yeah. that's not what happened because it, it seemed very um, specific where things burnt and all that kind of stuff. And it and it's not done like normal fire. But again, there's so many conspiracy theories and theorists and so much true information is suppressed. It's like, who knows what's real these, these days and who has the real information? Yeah. Because the person that has the real information either gets killed off or is, or is discredited. So you don't think it's true. So like, I don't know. I, I try to stay out of all of it. Yeah, I still look at it. But it's I try to look at it. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, like that's really interesting. But I mean, if it looks fishy, it smells fishy. Yeah, probably a fish. Probably fish. Walks like a duck. Quacks like a duck. Yeah. All right. Well, I know that we got off topic, but that's um, hopefully I we were like all over the place. Yeah. But hopefully, you guys got like the main thing in that uh, people pleasing only goes so far. While we should take other people into consideration, man, like you're gonna ruin your life if you just do things just for another person and only for their benefit and not necessarily what's best for you. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us, man. We are on this journey for the long haul. 
as long as Austin is still living in Texas, we will be doing podcasts. And even after that, uh, we'll figure something out. But thank you for watching. And we will see you in the next video. Mm-hmm.